0: Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here, and it's wonderful to have your company today for episode...
1: Two, four, one.
0: This week on Toy Power, we take a look at the latest Marvel installment in Eternals, and then we jump in... To our retro toy mashup. Joining me today in the Toy Power Studio, we've got Ben, G'day, G'day, and Frank. Hello, hello. All right. Uh, now, this is one of the most interesting Marvel films to date. Um, do we have an intro for this?
2: We do. It's been a while since we've done one All of right. these, so bear with us, folks.
0: Play the intro. All right, now yes, Marvel movies are coming thick and fast at the moment because mm-hmm. we've had uh, Shang Chi. Yep. We've also had Black Widow that was on streaming services. Well,
2: that's how I watched it yeah. anyway. Here,
1: did you like it? I I didn't mind yeah. it. Like thing, it was... We
2: haven't talked Shang Chi or Black Widow because of the timing of everything. No, I think yeah. we
1: did talk, did we talk about uh, Black Widow. Did we? Yes. Uh, oh yes, yeah.
2: Sorry, I wasn't yep. at that review. I hadn't uh, seen it yet. That's but, right.
1: Yep. Um, I
0: enjoyed Black Widow yep. without it rocking my world. Like it yep. was a, a solid. Yep. Film, Yep. yeah. Um, it wasn't one of the better ones yeah. in my yeah. opinion. And Shang Chi, again, I really enjoyed. Yeah, it. that was cool. Um, Shang Chi was good. Yeah,
1: uh, all the the subway scene was filmed in Adelaide. Yes. So Yeah. Yeah. did you see a bit of the o in the background? Uh, well I need to watch it again uh, because I didn't I would didn't know it when I saw the film yeah uh my wife is watching it at home right now mm-hmm. uh, actually uh and uh yeah so I want to re-watch it yep. again and I want to show the kids because because of all those mystical animals and things like yep, the big yep, lions and things yeah. based on that uh yes. Chinese the, the Pokemon. Tiger. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty much uh, yeah. I, I think they'll just you know love that so much so yeah I'm kind of keen to show the kids yep yep but we're well, not here to talk about no. Shang-Chi <laughs> we're, in, we're
0: into Eternals so this is now I mean these are deep cuts like so I, I really don't have any background in terms of the comics sure. on Eternals but um this is a this is an interesting take right um the na- the director um, Chloe Zhao, Chloe Zhao, yes. Mm-hmm. So Oscar winning, yep. Oscar winning director. I for... think it was
2: one of those Marvel had sort of picked her as a as a talent, and then when she would already signed to the project, in, yep. in the meantime, her previous project had what or won an Oscar. Yes. So Marvel would just sort of like, oh, okay, hop, just, hop, just hop. look at what we did. you know <laughs> like, hit the jackpot, right? Yeah, just a
0: bit basically. of luck. Um, what I find interesting is is and I haven't, I don't think I've seen that particular film, but they talk about. Her as a direct- director, being able to do very intimate, um, close kind of stories where they dive into the, the makeup of the characters mm-hmm. and, and, and you know tell a tell a very intimate story, and it's it's so interesting, to have that type of filmmaker doing this big blockbuster, you know,
1: comic book film, comic yeah, book yeah, film, yeah. Right? Yeah, where where, is, where yeah. you've
0: got you know cast of ten, and you've really got you don't have a lot of room for this sort of small intimate. Mm. Um, character driven and, and so i think that that's just an interesting thing to have in our in our minds that sometimes bringing on a director will get you something of a picture but it sort of seems that these films go into a bit of a, a machine right and what comes out is very much in the make of the marvel yep. stamp yep. right so it gets you know the action sequences play out this way and the stories play out this way so I think it's just interesting
2: to have that in the back of my mind.
0: I feel like this is also a,
2: a real attempt by Disney to break that stereotype type thing. You know, yes. people talk about the well, Marvel machine, but at the same time, I read an article that pointed out. Just went. People are complaining it's too much like a Marvel film. It's Marvel at the title. If you didn't sure. know that going into it, then I'm not sure what you're expecting. No, right? uh, no, it's, no, no, it's a real weird. You want to be different, but at the same time, it does have to be connected to. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm
0: not. I'm not criticizing it. For being what it is it is what it is and i think that's that's fine I've, you know i'm totally cool with that um but it's just it's, it's interesting to see as a director maybe how you picture something in your mind sure. gets changed a little bit by the studio or you've got forces at work that mean you're always going to be playing in in that space mm. you know so this it's, it just answers that question about how far does this one go off the formula mm. and and i think it it does to a certain extent but it still retains very much a Marvel
2: feel.
3: Yeah.
1: Yep.
2: I feel like it's it, the comparison to like the the modern Star Wars films. Everyone goes, "Oh, it's J.J. Abrams. We know what to expect from J.J. Abrams." Yes. But I feel like he had less control because of your the 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 Star Wars overlords, your Kathleen Kennedy's and 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 other investors and stuff. Whereas the Marvel, they've said, "Hey, yes, this is our sandbox, but you've got all this space to play in." Whereas the, the one J.J. was given was very much. This is the movie you're making. Yeah. you can write the dialogue and have a bit of fun there. Like, that's just my opinion on it. But as far as yeah, the different styles, you know, across the things. Anyway, we've danced around it enough. Let's let's actually get into well, it. Well, we will go full spoilers as well. So if you haven't seen it, you might want to tune out.
0: We, we hit a buzzer, but it happens usually pretty early on in this. Um, I guess the first thing. So these. So it goes back to
2: what. Seven thousand, yeah. Part of one of the things about it is people go, "Gee, it's a long movie." I was like, "It's attempted to tell a seven thousand year story. Like, it's an interesting thing." Yeah.
0: So we've got so essentially the the Eternals arrive on Earth to fight the deviants, right? Which are kind of like animal monsters that the evil Pokemon. Yeah, they (laughs) they look like they want to destroy humanity. The Eternals are there to kind of protect humanity and. They end up staying on Earth. So yep. they, they hunker down here, wipe out the deviants, and then they're kind of and like looking for them. They're hanging 5, around. Well, they're, years, they're waiting yeah. for their... Well, when did they wipe them out? They wiped them out... Uh, it's pretty early. Uh, 322 uh, 22 BC or yeah. something like so.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they just sort of chill out. Chilling. Like, oh, just waiting for the you know, the call to go home. And 3,000 years later, they're still around. Yep. And mm. so they've gone off
0: to their different parts of the world, and this it feels like it's a very good ensemble cast mm. in terms yep. of it's like a very diverse cast, um, and and that makes for some interesting character art.
1: Okay, just just on that, did you think, uh, old mate, uh, Game of Thrones, uh, Snow? Did you think him just bringing up the fact? Well, why you know when she, he finds out that she's an eternal and that she's yep. been around and she's got all these. Magical powers, as he calls mm. it. Well, why didn't you um, yes, do anything about Thanos? Th- Thanos. Yeah. Thanos. Yep. I thought that was very like, why did you ask it like that? Like, you know, you've just found out three seconds ago that uh, she's got powers because the audience is asking. That I question. know, exactly. I know that. But <laughs> the it, only just, it just wasn't yeah. written. Very, didn't feel natural. It, did it? didn't feel natural. No. That's right. Yep. Yeah, It, yeah, it felt uh, very um.
0: Yeah, she's she's opening up her soul to you,
1: yes. and you're like, why didn't you help yeah. us more? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. And- I, I will say though he was a scene stealer for me in in a movie that I felt had a lot of like a lot of longing glances and and scenes that felt a little bit Lord of the rings Ringsy. Look at all yep. this pretty landscape. P.S. Was- P- There's a couple of characters here. Um, yes. Jon Snow, I thought yep. he was great compared to his uh, Game of Thrones alumni, who I actually found a little bit boring, old mate Icarus. Yep. And we can go into you know a bit more spoiler territory with that later. But I thought he was the the pick of the bunch as far as his performance for me, even though he was a relative side character compared to you know the massive cast of people with powers we had. Um, I also like Kingo, and I forget the actor's name, but I've seen him in. Um, Oh, what's that nerd show? Anyway, it'll come to me later. Um, and he was, you know, he was when he was doing like the Bollywood stuff. Yes, I thought he
1: was, he was, he was the comic relief. And I thought yeah. he, did, I, he, did, he I, did really well. I, I liked how he explained himself. How yep. he's been around for so it's long. That's my great grandfather, <laughs> yeah. and that's my great great grandmother, <laughs> <laughs> that's my great, you know, like yeah. sort of that timeline. We're that's all right. Bollywood, uh, you know, because yeah, they live forever. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, 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 that was cool. But some of the other reasons why and. The little girl, how she's never grows up. Sprite, that was, yeah. you know, she. I felt for her, you know, she could never experience love and things like that because. Well, there's yeah. a lot, of, a lot of concepts like that yeah. That, yeah. that all sort of yeah. get
2: touched on because you've got this insane diverse cast. You had Angelina Jolie uh basically was, you know, the soldier. She's the what is she the goddess the, of the war, war and yep. stuff. Yep. Yep. And she's, she's she's got PTSD. Yeah. She's got a she's got a mental illness in effect. That's what yep. that whole sort of subplot was about and how she gets looked after by Gilgamesh and all this other thing. Yeah. So there was a lot of yes, there's there was the Marvel formula, as you say, this is where, you know, the action scene takes place and here's the, the you know, post credit scenes that tie it into everything. But there was a lot of concepts Touched on in that movie, the problem is that they were only touched on. They were touched yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, first sex scene ever, yes. apparently in, in, a a, in a Marvel movie. film, yep. and it was, <laughs>
0: um, yep. it was a little no, bit cringeworthy. Yeah, was a little bit kind of. And it, I don't know why. Like, I've seen plenty of those sorts of scenes in in regular films. Well, okay. Um, well, no, no. We just, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's just it's not an. Un, my sure. point is that type of scene is not uncommon in film. Correct. Yet when I saw it, I was like, whoa. This mm-hmm. seems weird, yeah. And it must have been my, my subconscious must have been doing something. Like this doesn't seem right it to took put you out this in the film. In, in the film. It? Like yep. it just it didn't yep. seem quite like the right moment. Um, and and I know I think like Chloe Zhao would have kind of fought for that scene. Yeah. Oh, this is really important because you know these have a relationship yeah. and this yeah. talks to them. And you know the separation later on when that happens and what that means. So it's important to show that mm. connection. So I can understand that from a from a plot point of view, but. There were, there's a couple of reasons I think why this didn't make it into certain foreign markets like uh, China and oh, India okay. might have actually they, they yeah. wanted an edit and Disney said nope we're not editing this and they mm. said well we're not taking the film so okay. a couple of territories for different reasons sure. for particular scenes but yeah some, some confronting well not, not confronting but things that kind of might have been awkward or, or taken you out of the film for whatever reason mm. um, which I found interesting I did really like the Cersei character yep. as well. Like, I thought he was someone that was questioning their place in terms of being given the leadership and, you know, maybe didn't have the full confidence or didn't think they were the most powerful character. And to see that kind of fragility or mm-hmm. that. Questioning yep. of their place in a superhero film is quite
2: refreshing. Yeah. They, yep.
0: they, they felt, she felt quite relatable. Like, quite it, wasn't, a,
2: it wasn't Captain America puffing his chest yeah. out to lead the way. It and I was like Someone that. who's like, yep. oh, I don't know. Like, yeah. yeah. Yep. yeah.
0: And I thought she came across. I liked the actress that um, played Cersei. Gemma Chan. Yes. Yep. yep. Thought she was great.
2: Did and, you know she's already been in a Marvel movie before? I did this? not know that. She was in Captain Marvel. She was the uh, one of the evil. Uh, Cree that basically oh, fights. Okay. she was the sniper girl you right. know she's like oh you and I were, were never friends or something like that and she fights you know Brie Larson ever so briefly but because she's in the the nebula-esque sort of you know blue face uh-huh. yeah, you don't recognise her mm-hmm. there you go fun fact yeah
1: what about the scene where uh, the kid? The son of the uh, father. I, I've, I'm terrible with names. <laughs> the, the, the the um the guy that does all the mechanical work with his fingers. F- yep. uh, fastos. Fastos. So yep. his his son, or yes. you know, yep, runs up to the guy, the homelander character. Oh, it's Icarus. Icarus. Yeah. Icarus and Superman. says, you're
2: Superman. I saw you on TV. That, that
1: blew my mind. So you're talking about Superman in a Marvel <laughs> universe. So does that mean that Superman is real or does that mean Superman... So Superman comics depicted exist in on, the Marvel universe? Uh, right, <laughs> okay. I just needed to <laughs> I clarify I that. I just, <laughs> of all the characters you could have called or, or whatever, all the Marvel characters, yeah. that I mean, you could have called on to, hey, you look like this. You know, they've already said earlier on that the Avengers are real you know because of Thanos and things like that so they're obviously getting that through the news but then he goes straight to a fantasy character and
2: but I, I like that because it it it, it makes because that that's what kids would do. Right? Yeah,
1: I know. But like, not it's in a Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah Superman's
2: know, like, not in there. Yeah, but so, that that was the joke heading in when you saw the trailer. I think we we called it when we saw the trailer. Like, oh, you've got this guy flying around,
1: shooting, yeah. flying and shooting lasers out of his eyes
2: like Superman. Yeah, does I, it, that's that's where you was. Goes. It
1: was a lot like the Justice League. You had the characters running around at super yep. fast. You had yep. the flying characters yeah you know the um thinking characters like yep. batman and stuff the you know so it, you you could pick and choose your justice mm. league i thought but whatever <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I i feel like they
2: did because that was an easy comparison, because there's all there's, there's what like ten brand new characters yeah. that you yeah. had to get your heads around what they could do and and the relationships between. I've, I feel like despite being you know double what your your Zack Snyder Justice League movie was or even BVS for that matter, sorry. Um, I feel like they did a better job overall, and yeah. there were some characters that didn't shine as bright as sure. others, which yeah. is hard in a, in a cast that big. But I thought there was enough. There's probably Everyone's got would have their favorite what out of that movie and go. I resonated with this character yep. because of X Y Z. Like I thought they did a really, a really good job. I mean, it's you know, Infinity War is and Endgame are probably still the benchmarks for yeah, that. Yeah, but they but, had so much time to develop. Them. Correct. Yeah. You you had three or four movies to care about Doctor Strange and all yep. these other characters. So to do that all in one, like from Chloe Zhao's point of view, that's a huge ask, and I think. I won't say that's it's perfect but you know I think she the end result is is pretty good overall something that I think about
0: sometimes yeah there's a character from DC um and I've just momentarily forgotten his name <laughs> Max Max Lord no he 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 basically um comes as a caveman and grows up and oh, becomes powerful
2: um, oh, yeah, yeah I can I, picture I can... it I just can't think of his name anyway yep. the concept
0: of as a, a sentient being or a, a you know a conscious thought being, you've been around for seven thousand years on the planet Earth. Hmm. What does that what does that do to your character after seven thousand years? And you sort of like with Angeline Jolie, she's, you know, flashing back to these memories or hmm. these things that have happened in a past life, and that's a plot point that, yes. you know, gets to quite an yep. interesting yep. part about the twist, and yep. they're there to kind of feed this big the birth yeah, of this right creature right and yeah. um, and that's that's what they're there to do mm. human's power the creature it's going to be born and that destroys the earth and and they move on i always find it hard to think like if i lived for 7000 years right what what is the sort of stuff that would interest me as someone like do i want to sit down infinite time. and watch yeah. neighbors <laughs>
1: On tv you can watch it right right but like
0: <laughs> would i as someone that's been that's around it, seven thousand years no i use it as an uh, example yeah, yeah, I am it. i going to watch the latest season of big brother as someone who's been around for seven thousand years is that going to interest my intellect yeah right is that going to challenge me in a way that someone who's been around for 7, years and has been able to see all these you, things you would go
1: crazy well yeah.
0: you if you didn't say you didn't say you i reckon you would you'd go crazy right yeah. but say you didn't go crazy you would be operating on such a different level cognitively mm-hmm. and like you know would would would, a, would you even be able to interact with someone that's like 10 years old or 20 years old because they're just so yeah. Yeah. They're, inferior they're, they're so to you brand they're new. so immature yeah immature yeah and i just i never think that comes across mm-hmm. in these characters like well, they're sitting around having discussions like we would sit around and have
1: i think i think what they tried to preach that sort of scenario is the um the kid that couldn't that used to be able to um mind manipulate everyone yep. mm. and he was not allowed to you know yes. intercept yeah. the uh so the the warring his... faction so he went off and created his own Little community tribe, yeah. and and obviously that they were all um you know manipulated to his will yep. Yep. and he went and you know built the Ewok village and yes. uh, lived out there and that was fine, you know. He he would, uh, had them all doing his bidding, but you know, yeah. I think that was sort of that tr- tr- trying to, to, yeah. to show you how yeah.
0: his evolution yes. kind of went. Yep. Yeah, mm. I don't know. Just just something that I, I yeah, always I always go: Have they written this character like a character that's been around for seven thousand years? Mm. And the sorts of you know, like you've been. You know, they talk about um, uh, Cersei and Icarus. They broke up. You know, they'd been dating for. Six thousand years or yeah, five thousand years. Like, yeah, yeah. what does that do to you when you are with someone, mm. an intimate part, partner, for five thousand years? Like, I've been with my wife for you know twenty five <laughs> years, and I mean, like, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. a factor in our relationship yeah, sure. that we have a different relationship to people that have been dating for for you know two weeks yep. right it's, it's a mm. different connection yep. extrapolate that out to, well, and I, was, I don't feel like that's touched on properly I was waiting for the joke
2: you know because Jon Snow's like oh the ex-boyfriend finally meets meets him and then, you know it's that thing where they say when you break up with someone it takes you half the length of the relationship <laughs> yes, to get to over get it over I'm like well she's yep. still got 3,000 years to go mate like bad luck exactly
0: Yeah. anyway that's the way my brain works. So I don't know if there's an answer. that. I don't think that would make a good film no. to explore that. So no. anyway, that's... Um, <laughs> yeah. um, what, what did you think? Like, look, this film is very diverse. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a, a deaf actress yep. in here and that's fantastic. Yeah. Like, I think she's wonderful, plays the part. Doesn't have a massive part, but I think mm. she does it wonderfully. And I heard something like people wanting to learn sign language yeah, as a result I of think this is up two hundred fifty percent.
2: Google stats are sort yep. of yeah, a huge uptick. Yeah, in what people it, wanting to learn sign right. language.
0: Like yeah. that's that's fantastic that's cool. because it means people can communicate. People with um, disabilities that disability yeah, yeah. Can, can you know have a more fulsome life. Um, so that that's a really great result it it did feel to me and I don't know how to put this because I love diversity mm. I think having diverse characters that represent all walks of life is a wonderful thing it felt like there was a lot of that going on that there was a lot of diversity in this film mm. you know from both um ethnic and yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. All, all those roles and, and I don't know if it felt something got lost in that from what Perspective, um, just from a from a film from a audience member watching this, and it's almost like yeah, there was like a say a checkbox. Mm-hmm. We need to have this type of character in the film, you know? Check. And and uh, I don't know, like the to the sex scene taking you out of the film. Sometimes it just felt like as I'm going through the mental checklist. What's what's mm. the reason for this?
2: Yeah, good question. I I, I don't know. I hadn't thought about that um, angle of it. Um, I think when you you know you are dealing with beings that are seven thousand years old, there is no rules. They don't all have to be, you know, attractive white people sort of. No, thing. no, no, like, no. They're
0: no, definitely not. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the perfect opportunity. It Makes sense for if you think about what they're doing, they're putting people here to protect the Earth. So and a, therefore they should be representative of the of, whole earth
3: yeah,
0: yeah. Yep. and I think it's, it's sometimes it's super refreshing mm. because we live in a like, we live in a predominantly western society mm. so those values and those cultures are the predominant focus and to see that that wasn't the core focus you know like Shang-Chi Shang-Chi you know that's a um, an Asian based film yep. and it's set in that world and so that kind of all makes sense this was me, I guess, trying to wrap my head around all those sorts of things in yeah, a film, it was, and
2: it was everybody. It was that was representative, as you said, of, of of the whole world, and and even to the point of being in the modern world, the Superman character, your, your typical you know white man savior, to use a f- coin of phrase, was not that he was, was the bad guy. He was in essence the villain yeah. type thing, um, which is you know. Uh, Sort of speaks to to the now, I think, as as far as how a lot of people see that sort of thing. So, I really like that twist, and I must admit, to that point, I'd found because he, well, he, he was he
1: was so boring. faithful. He was so faithful to the higher beings, yeah. and he just didn't want anyone stuffing it up just in case but the higher it, beings. It spoke to of... that
2: whole military. Oh, these are my orders. I do yeah, not question yep. them. Yep. Type yep. thing, yep. Yep. and and to that point, up until that point, when you see the turn. I found him his performance just quite boring to be honest, and then there's that moment when he's he's killed um damn it what's her name Davey's favorite oh uh, Ajax yes um Actress's name? Uh, Summer Hyke. That's the one. Thank you. I oh, can't believe I forgot that. Um, yeah, but to the point when he's killed her and you see him, like, he starts to cry and he breaks yeah. down. He realizes what he's done, but at that point he's committed. That was like, oh, cool. The guy's actually got some range.
0: Yeah. Look, yeah. but- I, I think it
2: was partly the character he was playing, yeah. I
0: feel like. Yeah, like that was the stoic hmm. kind of, you know, tough guy. Um, but it is interesting, you know, like, there is. This this whole thing I was saying before about what what does it do to you being around for seven thousand years? Sure. He clearly could see a bigger picture, right? That yep. you know humans have had their time. We're going to birth this galactic being yeah. that is then going to go off and create life in the universe, yep. and that's going to create countless of other countless other worlds. So you know yes we sacrifice 7 billion humans but we create all these other things
2: yeah it's that whole star trek you know needs yeah. of the many outweigh the needs of the one the one just being earth like yep <laughs> and it's it's interesting yeah. philosophically to
0: kind of contemplate that because that is a you know obviously an extreme example in a fantastical world well, that, of this that sort was, of choice that was mm.
1: thanos's Theory that you know the yeah. snap was yeah, to help was out to, to make sure that there's enough um, for everybody, you know, material and supplies and food to go around to the people that survive, you know. And there's instead of just you know picking and choosing like a you know, uh, um like you know, other, other worldly characters have done, yep. um, he's just Ran- snapped and random. done it at random, you yep. know. And yeah, it, it is what it is. So, mm. now in terms of
0: pacing. Um, mm. I, I had come off a pretty busy day. I was pretty tired when we saw this. And I, I reckon I closed my eyes a few times and I could have probably, I could have drifted off. <laughs> in, right? In the I darkness have, of a cinema. Yeah, it was those comfy, comfy, chair. comfy yeah. chairs. Now that's that, look, and I couch that by saying I was, you know, I was tired. But there probably were some bits in this, in terms of for me, like a pacing perspective. That are a bit of a slog, like a bit of, you know, here's the exposition part. Yeah. And it's it's a lot it's very wordy
2: and a lot well, of well, you knew you were in for that right from the start because it's like those old movies where there was I wouldn't call it a Star Wars crawl, but there was literally text on the screen setting the scene going, this is the God Ashram and he created the Eternals and blah, 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 blah. Like that's the first opening scene of the movie. And I looked at that and went, wow, is this like a Charlton Heston movie? Like that sort of era (laughs) of where they would have a preamble at the start to really set the scene. But... I sort of think it needed yeah, it. it. Well, did, you've got this, I think. this you know spanning seven thousand year story, you've got to have a couple of like, hey, here's a couple of hard facts just to put you, you know, put you in the right spot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, look, to be fair, yeah, you there were more than a few moments you could have drifted off and, and probably not missed too much. To be honest, there was one moment, and I think it was directly after or leading up to the the. Uh I forget what it was, but it was Cersei and Icarus talking and looking at each other longingly and, and I just remember I was this close to saying it out loud, I just went, Oh, this scene's really dragging and then as I've thought that, boom, a deviant's just flown down, oh, we're into an action scene and yep. they're fighting that fighting these monsters and stuff. And so yeah, but the fact that I was consciously aware of that yes. that this is dragging, and then it's like the <laughs> it's like it's like the you know, the producers or the editors have gone
1: Ta ta ta. Yeah, it's, we, time, it's
2: time for an action scene now. Yeah, this is a Marvel movie after all. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, just on that Deviance thing, I wanted to see a lot more of that evolution. I thought yeah. that was really that was missed, building yeah. up to something. I thought the Deviant was going to be the big bad of the movie, but that was sort of just a side scrolling storyline that went sort of nowhere. And we talk about this big 7,000 year span of things mm. and them being around for the first 3,000 and then for what, 30 days? What, I don't know. Thirty days, or so what's the span of the movie? Yep, you know, yep. a week, three mm. days. I don't know, yep. but you know, so that evolution thing happened in, in three days or something, and uh, then it was done. Yeah, so I, it just <laughs> I felt like I needed more of that. Yeah. you know, yeah, and. That imperfect deviant, he looks so cool. I, yeah. I really like that. And when he when was he sort it, of evolved, yeah, he yeah. had that yeah. human element. No, to no, him. no, I didn't like that. I, I like right. that when he first was a part, beast. Yeah, when monster. he was that monster part. When when he went to the second phase, right. with a yes. human part, I thought he lost his all his Second coolness. evolution. Yeah. they are Pokemon. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah, I thought that was that was a missed point where they could have. I, I was waiting for them to because the the big reveal is that. They're all essentially, both yeah. the good and the bad guys, if you will, are made by this god, Ashram yep. or whatever he's called. Yep. And then I was waiting for them to all look at each other and go, all right, let's team up and take down yes. this big celestial. Yep. And But then that whole thing just seemed to be an excuse for Angelina Lee to like wave some blades around and cut him into pieces, which don't get me wrong, that was cool. The old head re- slicey yeah, off. Yeah, but it Slowly was just like, off. you're right, it just was a thread that was sort of, okay, this is, this is a really interesting sort of subplot that just went, no way. Yeah. But is it?
0: Yeah. Uh, I felt like maybe, maybe this film, like you say, it it can't do it all sure. in the time, and it just gives you those threads to ponder, mm. so you can you know think about them and go away yep. and go okay this. Is- Can't do everything.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it was like a. I also feel that, you know, with all this stuff happening and things, that we could have seen something from the Marvel Universe, you know, cross over and be like, what's happening over here? Like, I was waiting for a, like, if they're
2: not allowed to interfere, them just sort of like high above the clouds watching, you know, the Avengers fight. Yep. Fight um, Loki at you know in the battle for New York type thing because they're just like all right we're just going to sit here and wait for the Avengers to do their thing because we're not allowed to interfere like that sort of thing, but I guess that's probably probably a that would feel a little bit out of tone for this movie yeah, I feel.
1: out of tone but necessarily if I, I believe it's necessary if the overarching uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, you know. speaking of that, we can probably jump
2: direct into the the end credits type scenes. Because for me, that was some of the most exciting ones. We had
0: a question from Scott to say, well, Ben and I watched this with Scotty Mm. and he goes, your homework is to work out who Kit Harrington's character is in the MCU. Mm -hmm. And my Marvel knowledge is not good enough to just go, oh, it's blah, blah, blah. So I had to actually go and Google it, right? (laughs) So I know who it is now. I've done my my homework. And I think it's super cool. Mm. Um, But that was, I, I think, to your point, these were to me two of the most interesting post-credit sequences I've seen mm-hmm. they were done really well they set it up we had the, the I guess would you say Star Fox yep. first with
2: Harry Styles Harry Styles um, did not and to the credit that wasn't spoiled for me by the internet I kind of no. was waiting for even the very fact that Star Fox was in it and you see Pip the troll who I forget what he was gee yeah. it was
0: they, they'd gone back into the early uh, Harry Potter and <laughs> dug out Dobby from the CGI <laughs> library and yeah, that a, I thought
2: that was it a bit. looked a little bit hinky, didn't it? But but yeah. But, um, but yeah, Harry Styles. And, and then the, if you know a little bit about Star Fox, as you said, for those who don't have a, such a deep Marvel knowledge, he is, yes, he is Thanos like half brother or something, but he's a bit of a ladies' man. He's yep. a bit of a playboy cavalier. And then you when you sit there and go, well, Harry Styles kind of ticks those boxes, <laughs> yep, right? Yep. Like, you know, a bit of a, a ladies' man but type is
0: it, thing. But so. is he known as an actor? Has he acted in anything before that was
2: my question to Ali and she's like I don't think he's done a lot of acting I mean I'd like to think that you know the Marvel casting department usually get it pretty right yeah yeah. um, that
0: was my concern like it wasn't so much oh it's Harry Styles it's like can he act that was sort of is he gonna be a bit I don't know yep yeah and the other one so Kit Harington it's Black Knight correct and he has a magical sword but it's like it's partly demonic in a sense
2: so So. basically once he's whoever's holding the sword you they can't die effectively that hence that little phrase death is my reward yes um but and it's supposedly like adamantium in that it can cut through anything it's an unstoppable blade blah 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 so um yeah and it's it ties into the more the 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 demons and ghouls aspect of, of the marvel universe um who was the voice at the end though
0: Ooh, no, I don't,
2: don't know.
1: We, so people are saying Doctor Strange, but I don't think it didn't sound no, like not him. Doctor Strange. No, it was
2: uh, is he's, he's actually appeared in I won't call it the MCU, but it's was Cottonmouth from the Luke Cage series. Oh, Now right. uh, yes. I forget the actor's yeah. name.
1: Uh, Ali. He's been in um, you know, the biker mo- uh, TV series. Yeah. But uh, the, Tropper, the, Tropper, the reason Tropper, you hear
0: um, Sons of Anarchy.
1: Sons of Anarchy. Yes, he's been yeah. in heaps. He's not a, Ron Perlman. No no no, no no no, he's a no, young no. young guy. Right. Um but the reason you hear
2: him voice is he is the one who's been cast as Blade
1: in the oh, upcoming Blade um, movie.
2: Yes. I forget the actor's name, I'm yeah. terrible with that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, so that was his Oh that's cool. That was basically them confirming Blade is coming Blade's oh coming wow back. Yeah. so um, yeah. and you know there's now theories about oh because yeah. Blade's pretty handy yeah. with a sword he's going to teach yeah. him right. how to do it and all those sorts yeah. of things yeah. but Masha yeah. Hali Ali is that yes yes, yes that's the yeah. one true
0: detective and yes no great yeah great actor he's yeah, going to be yeah. fantastic as Blade yeah, yeah so
2: that was that and so that was you know it was literally the last line of the movie yeah. post post credit scene and I'm looking at Ali going
1: oh, what's happening and she's oh. like wait who was that yeah, <laughs> like, yeah it flew over my head a, a bit but I'm quite excited to hear that so that's yeah. good yeah cool uh, rating out of 19 Dave DVG style uh, look I liked it I thought it was a solid
0: solid film um, for me, probably the biggest things are trying to work in so many main characters, mm. and make it work, and probably some something around the pacing. Yep. Um, but it, it's it's a it's a film like I was I was thinking about it reflecting after and going, you know, like a lot of the Marvel films, you can go, you know, an eight year old's gonna love this. You know, it's got Hulk and he smashes stuff. Mm. I just wondered with this film if this is a bit more of a mature take on yeah, something. Like it felt to me, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I didn't bat an eyelid because I'm just sitting here, I, I love film. Mm. And it was only on reflection that I thought, okay, wait, wait, this is clearly not aimed at Callum.
1: I, I, th- yeah. I think people, uh, kids would be bored yes. and would, yes. wouldn't um, last the. Yeah, they, they might enjoy the action sequences, but all, restless, the, yeah.
0: all the exposition and all the yep. dialogue yep. and all that sort of stuff probably isn't for them. I'd probably give this a a, four, a fourteen out of nineteen. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's probably where I was going to go.
1: I'd, yeah, I'll go with fourteen. Uh, mm. Twelve for me. I mm. reckon. I. It was just. It was a bit too drawn out. Uh, that wasn't. It. Did, I, I needed a little bit more. You know. And when two and a half hours, mate. How yeah, <laughs> could No. No. no you take? I needed. I needed sort of be split <laughs> down the middle yeah. and uh, two movies with a bit more action. And what's uh, the um the big god at the end what's what uh, are they Ashram. called yeah yep. I, I just i just never i, I don't know i didn't appe- that didn't appeal to me too much like especially when he's coming out of the earth and things that's when i thought well maybe we'll see someone from the avengers or something come out you know but you see. would think
2: if a giant hand is coming out the center of the planet yeah. the tony stark and the others well tony stark and they're no longer around but you know your captain marvel or whatever yeah. might might get a bit of an inkling that they should pay attention but yeah. anyway <laughs> but this is let's be honest the challenge
0: this is un- we're in unprecedented or uncharted yeah. territory in mm. terms of filmmaking right in terms of connecting sure 22 odd films together right mm. and that's something sometimes you just have to go you know that, it's, that's it's just the reality yeah, yes. yeah it's just the reality yeah. of having a standalone movie sure. to some degree yep. that we have to be able to tell that story practically um, and I think that throwaway line around oh we just can't interfere like I get it I get you're put there for a reason and you can't interfere, but you've also been there for 7,000 years. And like the guy that went off to start his hippie commune, <laughs> you know, like he, he's not going by the rules. So there didn't yeah. seem to be any consequences for that. No, yeah, you right. would have thought they'd go, if they're willing to stop this Astrum thing coming from the center of the universe, they're probably also willing to think about trying to help with Thanos. Like, yep. And that's yep. just, to me, the reality of the fact trying these guys weren't everything. around. Yeah when they wrote Infinity War. Correct. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. just a reality. Star Fox mm. wasn't around. So you're going to have those plot issues. Yeah. yeah. Um. So anyway, that's, yeah. I just I just put that down to it's, it's a filmmaking thing.
2: Yeah, that's right.
0: All right. We are moving on to our next segment. Now, a couple of episodes ago... It does 10... Yep, we had, mm. we had Does 10, but we also had Frank with the wheel. Yes. And we had right. to mash up two toy properties to come up with our own unique toy and pitch it. Mm-hmm. Now, I haven't been very good and done my homework, so I'm going to listen to you guys first <laughs> do yours. <laughs> see if okay. I can come up with something on the fly. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So what we got is both of us or all of us were given a uh two properties that we, we spun the wheel on to randomly pick and then also just to give it make things a little bit easier, just to say, right, you're doing a vehicle or you're doing a, a good guy or a bad guy or a play set, just sort of you know, sort of hone it just a little bit. Um. Do you want to start, Ben? I'll or you want... start. Yeah. Okay. He's yeah, always yeah. smiling. Uh, He's keen. Okay. I've, what did you get? I
1: wrote mine uh, pretty early on, so I got a uh, mash up. I got the Centurions crossed Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. All right, and I had air vehicle. Okay. All right, as the theme. Sure. Okay, so I wrote a bit of a little story. Oh, here we go. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> up in the sky, on board of the Sky Vault, Crystal Kane receives a distress signal from her comrades, the Centurions. With a power extreme punch of a button from Crystal, she deploys three exosuits to the team below. The original Centurion Trio are fending off another attack from Doc Terror. These exosuits are about to save the day, but with an unreal coincidence, instead of Ace McCloud's suit cupping to him, it is sucked through a teleport, a teleport created from Dimension X. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. You guessed it. Krang and his crew are behind this teleporting interception. And it was like pure fluke that they were able to suck through this off-world technology in its mid-deployment. <laughs> Wasting no time, Krang seizes the new equipment for himself. He adjusts the mechanical systems to his Android suit to connect and intertwine with the new exosuit flight suit. Ooh. Shredder, Rocksteady and Bebop stand amazed as Krang's android body grows and contorts with these new additional parts. The end result is something more familiar from a Transformers cartoon. <laughs> Krang's android legs have folded up over the back of his body and now have large Ooh, yeah. exotype wings closing the gaps. Krang now sits at the front of what can only be described as a robotic aircraft, protected inside his dome cockpit. On the opposite end of his craft, where there were once feet, are now a futuristic elevator, rudder and uh, tail. As the onlookers stare up and down this spectacular uh, before their eyes, they are intercepted by Krang's barking orders. Get in, you meddlesome fools. There's plenty of room in this cockpit for oil. you got to do it in Krang voice. Get in this... I, can't even- I haven't even watched... I haven't watched that. Uh- <laughs> I need... Mean- <laughs> You
3: <laughs> uh,
1: Join me <laughs> <laughs> Join me We are finally have the means To take over Earth There's no way those meddlesome turtles Can stop me now So that's what I wrote <laughs> <Okay>. Nice <laughs> uh, uh, no, no pi- I've got a picture But no you can't see it, no. <laughs> <laughs> What's, it called? What's the vehicle
2: if, you, if it was on a toy shelf What do you call on it on the box
1: Um, the uh, Krang's Aircraft Android conversion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll leave it to the marketing department next time.
2: <laughs> nah, very good, mate. Alright, so I got Ninja Turtles and Masters of the Universe and I had to make a playset. Mm-hmm. Now, Both of these lines have got a pretty good history with with famous play sets. You think of the Technodrome, you think obviously Grey Skull, Snake Mountain, these sorts of things. Um, I wanted to sort of go focus on one of the lesser lights of Masters Universe. And correct me if I'm wrong, but there is a a planet in New Adventures, He-Man, called Denebria. Mm -hmm. Is that one of the planets? Denebria. Denebria, I think. Sorry, who's... And Flog, who's like the leader of those guys, that's the planet where he... So it's a bad guy planet, effectively. So in my head, a bit similar to your teleportation, Shredder getting in the way here. The turtles are accidentally sent through a portal by Shredder and he thinks he's gotten rid of them. They end up on this uh, planet, Denebria. And one of the cities, I think, is called Gorn City or something. Basically, it's a bad guy town. It's got a bit of a... Uh, a western slash neo technology vibe to it so you sort of think an old western saloon but then you've got the Blade Runner-esque sort of neon lights and, and sort of technology in it so the turtles go right well we need to get underground because that's kind of our, our MO right so this playset is multi-tiered you've got your street level tier where you've got like the you've got a western saloon you've got a um hang on a sec, i I've written this all down somewhere uh, so you've got your Western Saloon, you've got like the Crooked Sheriff's Office, and you've got like a giant clock tower, I sort of think back to the future style thing. Of course, you have your Turtles level uh, underneath that. Um, it's, it features some of the things you've sort of seen in, in Turtles play sets previously, but... You can't have a turtle van because this is a Western thing. So it's a giant uh, stagecoach that runs in an underground railroad type thing that the turtles can jump on. It's sort of think like battle ram, but more sort of steampunk.
1: Uh, I am thinking of very brave star here. It yeah, is, it, I, yeah, it is. It yeah. is. Yeah. It is and a, it star is star a yeah. bit, of,
2: bit of brave star vibe yeah. to it. Um, Uh, from an actual playset point of view of course you've got the token sort of technology corner where Donatello's sort of set up it's actually got LED lights in it type thing that you can turn on or off as a bit of a play feature um yeah, and then they've got the, the which you have seen a few times before, token like little spy glasses that go up to the surface so the bad guys don't know they're being watched. And uh, in a bit of a Motu tribute, of course, it's got a functioning microphone that makes your voice sound nice. like absolute shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, the sewers has a lot of the things you'd, you'd come to expect. I really like the, the the Western sort of part of this. I was thinking the saloon doors, and you're right, I probably did go a bit more Brave Star than I intended to, but... The saloon door I'm picturing has like a swing feature that you put a character on a little platform, push it through the saloon doors and they bust open but then they swing back the other way and knock the character out into the street oh, to right. do that whole yep. you know people getting thrown out of the bar type, yep. type yep. thing. Um, the sheriff's office, again, a bit of a, a Motu thing here, has a rotating chair that, what do you know, drops you through a trap door straight into jail sort of thing. Um, and then the clock tower, my idea is that the clock tower is how the turtles would enter into the the sewers below and you have to turn the little hands on the clock tower to a particular time, uh-huh. you know, midnight or whatever it is, and then a secret door opens and the turtles can get into their lair. Ninja vanish. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Ninja yeah. vanish, but not for five more minutes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Um,
1: yeah, so I haven't, I, I
2: asked you about a name, I haven't come up with a name for this, but <laughs> um, yeah. Saloon
1: so. stance or something, saloon. Saloon showdown. Saloon showdown. Yeah. Saloon showdown. Yeah,
2: they're all about alliteration with turtle yeah. stuff. And so, yeah, and a bit like your your grey skulls and snake mounders, it could sort of fold, there's a join in the middle that would fold in half and you'd still be able to, you know, drop a figure down into that trap door and, you know, and pick it up with a carry handle and off you go.
1: What, what scale is it more um, going towards turtles or masters? Um, well, I think if you're going
2: if you're sort of basing it on vintage turtles, they're they're pretty close yep. to the same yep. scale. So you could sort of do do both if you imagine those well, I guess those new adventures were bigger, they're, weren't they're, they're they? They're Sort of taller. No,
1: they're they're um sort of uh, that Slim. four inch and skinny. Yeah. skinny. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it could do both, really. Like okay. yeah, it's yep. a four to five yep. inch scale is what yep. I
2: would say. Yeah. Sweet.
3: Now we know.
2: And knowing is half the battle.
3: All right.
0: Now uh, while I've been listening to you guys, I've been trying to come up with mine. I'm just going to frame it because <laughs> I've basically made no headway. You're okay, um, good. G. I. So I had G.I. Joe mashed up with Star Wars, mm-hmm. right? If that's not hard enough, mm-hmm. make it a C vehicle, <laughs> right? Like, okay, so what what C vehicle do you think of when you think of Joe? The, the, the flag. The flag, yeah, right? Yeah, yep. 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 So I'm, I'm thinking flag. Yep. Th- that's mm. immediately what pops into your, my mind. What sea vehicle do you think of when you think Star Wars?
2: Um, what not, pops? Not many. Not many. No,
0: <laughs> the one that pops like for for me, like I, I mean, I watched so much Phantom Menace when it came out because for me, that was the bomb yep. at the time and had it on DVD and all that, so I watched that a lot. The Gungan sub to me oh, is course. the one so they go that underwater. Yes, 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 yes. yes yeah. But yeah. but you can if you go into Episode Three and Kashk, they're racing those kind of catamaran things mm-hmm. in the. The Wookiees are on, on yeah. that. I think Yoda might be on one. Camino, I think someone's probably flying on a big dragon type thing that pops in and out of the water. Or maybe that's just George showing that thing come out. <laughs> there's not there's not a lot of sea vehicles in Star Wars. Correct. Now so so okay, so I go with the two ones. So flag and the Gungan sub mm-hmm. um as as something maybe as a mashing point, or maybe and then so like if you're gonna try to mash the vehicle, that's very difficult. If you're trying to mash the concept, mm-hmm. I, I don't think St- Joe's and Star Wars in any way. I can't, couldn't find any link. But there may be, you know, both military in a sense that the Empire is sort of military. Maybe there's a cobra, a cobra, cobra kind branch, of yeah, yeah. branch that you can get into. I can see
2: your X-wing fighters being sort of interchangeable with some of your your pilots from the you know the GI Joe vehicles. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah. Potentially, you could you could mix them across and then
0: maybe some sort of you know sub sub that is launched out of the uh, the flag or something Ooh, that could yeah, okay. could also take off and, and fly um I'm
2: in pict- space. I'm picturing the deck of the flag you know with your your traditional you know sky strikers and all those sorts of things tie but, fighters, but then yeah tie yeah. fighters mixed in amongst that or i don't know if the the wookies have any sort of airship so two this is sea, sea yeah. yeah but like the flying oh, yeah, yes, in, yeah, 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 in yep, the yep. sea And yep. you know Just sort of Literally having the two The two styles of, Yeah and of
0: that, ships, that's yeah. probably As far as, as I could get In this space of time But it's, it's Like that's a really Interesting challenge to
2: come up with a toy that's yeah. kind of cohesive, yep. mm. that that feels like it. Some of it the some fits. of the things we spun up were were easier um, than others. I think <laughs> we, what we'd actually spun up for Darren at the time was was Star Wars and Transformers. I'm like, well, they've done that. Yeah, well, I they did. Th- that was an actual line. They there did. was a
0: Death Star, yep. transforming Death Star. Darth yep. Vader. Yeah, yeah, Darth Vader. I've never <laughs> yep. seen so many sort of semi, yeah, semi shaped. Yep panels that had to go somewhere <laughs> yeah that's you know I mean, right. if you've transformed unicron you know there's kibble at the back of oh, his yeah. legs that you know what do you do with yeah, that shape? it's around round space it's, a,
2: it's got to go somewhere like it yeah. does
0: um interesting i mean like it is an interesting topic because we have had some as of late some pretty good mashups like the new the transformers ecto one mm-hmm. you know mashing transformers and ghostbusters and you go okay well let's take a iconic ghostbusters vehicle and make him a transformer yeah and i think that's clever in its own right to come up with the idea but then it's on the execution mm-hmm. where you go okay we'll have the robot head wearing like ecto goggles yes, or something yep. and you know we'll have yep. these features That that's where you know the the toy designers get paid the big bucks right to come up with those sort of
2: on the other hand you then have the X-Men Blackbird
1: um, I, I think I think the worst is the Top Gun one. It comes with the beach volleyball. Yeah. Oh yes, <laughs> that's right. I uh, that, about one, that, that one, that one was just uh,
0: rubbish. Well, then that's well right. it could be hit and miss, can't it? Oh, I mean, you yeah. Can, yeah, you
2: can go both ways. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep.
1: No, but very, very cool uh, idea. I like it. I think we should try it again in the... Um, well, not not, not more straight more away, but yeah, <laughs> uh, in a future episode. Um, maybe we can, um, you know, like rejig it so it's not so vehicle orientated yeah. or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I liked it. Uh, I had a bit of fun creating my little story it wasn't wasn't the, my best writing i've ever done <laughs> nah, that was cool man but uh it's like liked... the
2: bio on the back of the
1: box yeah right? exactly <laughs> exactly and and i think we should have like traits of like you know what's the name of the final piece because i hadn't even thought of yeah. that you put me really <laughs> under the spotlight and then there. i didn't have one for yeah my own. <laughs> uh so just yeah just a little bit more time to uh kit kit bash it you know to a better degree, that it's more polished. Mm. So no, but cool, a bit right. of fun.
0: <laughs> do we have? Uh, we do have about ten minutes, maybe, to do. Reading,
2: watching, playing.
0: You know, we've been doing a lot of, you know, a couple of nights at Frank's every week on the toy sort and that sort of thing. Mm. Um, but I have been, I've been sucked into a few television shows. And I got, I don't know, I must pay Apple a lot of money because they gave me a free uh, one-year Apple TV subscription to the Apple TV Plus. And and I put it, I couldn't work out. In fact, I've got a, what is it, a Samsung um, behind me there, a Mm. TV. I couldn't get the app. Like I couldn't download the app. I couldn't work out the app. So all I could do was watch this thing on my phone, right? And I put on a few episodes of Ted Lasso, watched it on my phone Mm. while I'd be going to bed and really enjoyed that. And then one day I came on and the Apple TV it just had appeared on my <laughs> TV. But Smart we heard TV. you calling. Yeah, yeah. So, they, so I got it on the TV and I've been watching a lot more stuff. And I watched a show and and I, I, I'm fairly time poor. Like I, I don't binge shows because I yep. just don't have the time to do it. But I made time to binge this show with Jason Momoa um, called C, C, C yeah, Love yeah. that, oh, yeah. right? So I watched... Um, both seasons there's two seasons on apple tv i think season two kind of just finished airing uh, about a month back so i really enjoyed that it's a concept where it's set about four or five hundred years into the future it's Mm post-apocalyptic and everything everyone pretty much has gone blind so all humans are now blind and and normal operations is with you know hearing and touch and all those sorts of things so it's really it's a really interesting concept and then to overlay it they go basically sight has returned so there are people in this world that have sight and they're basically considered witches mm. and the ruling classes send out these witch hunters to basically kill them because they're saying well the world was was ruined by people that could see so no, this okay. seeing is a curse yep. and yep. we don't want we don't want them in the world um, so it's a, I I found that just a fascinating, refreshing starting point to something, and um, that story. And then love Jason Momoa. Um, season two has Dave Batista in it no, as the, right. the 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 lead adversary. So just really enjoyed that, and would highly recommend it. Something so different, and and the fight sequences are amongst some of the. Most entertaining I've seen a lot of sort of sword fighting and hand hand combat, but you know they're blind. So what 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 ways do they think about <laughs> yeah, fighting and, and what things do fight, they do work, and yeah. you know do they how do they distract with sound and all that sort of thing? So love that. Um, the other show I'm watching is The Foundation or Foundation, which is a, a it's a, um, a an old science fiction novel um, by Asimov, and. But it's been done re- rewritten by David S. Goya, who was once attached to the He-Man Master of Universe film. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, he does did
2: Superman? Did you want the Superman? Yeah, I think
0: movies? he writes a lot. Like mm. he does a lot of sort of collaborative writing, mm. um, screenplays, and so forth. So it's it's I think it's a sci-fi film that in, has inspired because it's older in terms of the the novel. It's inspired a lot of things that have sort of come around, and then so like thing. I think The Expanse, which is one that Drust loves, you know, you know, great sci-fi. Mm. It's sort of, you know, has set the scene for some of that stuff. So it, it's a one of these ones that they found very difficult to adapt. Again, spans a lot of time, mm. uh, a lot of interesting, complex thoughts. But uh, I think I'm up to about episode eight of that, and that's coming out weekly. So I think we're one episode away from the finale. So yeah, yeah I've been in, enjoying that as well.
1: Cool, cool. Uh, yeah so uh Jeff Goldblum is back uh, on Disney Plus. He's uh mm. doing his own you know Jeff Goldblum looks at this <laughs> and Jeff Goldblum looks at that. So season Does 2. Does he do
0: it with like a shirt half unbuttoned?
1: Uh he he still got it man. Like right. he is yeah. I don't know what he's 60 or something yep. now um, and he is still as bonkers as he is was <laughs> when he's 20s. Like he just any anything he is um you know up against like you know in season 2 Jeff Goldblum looks at dancing and you know and and all of a sudden he's got his wife on and she's bloody throwing her leg up right you know um, horizontally to her body she's you know like I used to dance a lot and you know goes to this Roller rink and you know <laughs> uh, uh, tries skates on for five minutes and then all of a sudden he's a superstar of skating and <laughs> he's just it's just hilarious. Uh, Jeff Goldblum does magic and uh, <laughs> Penn and Teller uh, are on that episode You're as wrong. guests. Uh, you know some of the um, highest paid uh, and most renowned magicians in the world, and so they do the old cut. Uh, you know, follow the ball. Follow the ball. Yeah. That's right. The old cup trick. So they do it with the the red cups, and they do this trick, and you're trying to follow the ball, and they're just tricking you like anything. And like <laughs> and they're like, okay. So they put on these glasses. You know that we can see where your eyes are looking. We can see where you're looking, and you're try, He's trying to follow the ball and things like that. And Penn and Teller do this trick and he's just like, you can just see he's he's just spellbound. He's just like, (laughs) I can't follow anything, you know, as as I am, you know, sitting in my lounge chair watching. And then so they're like, okay, we'll make it easier for you. We'll do it with uh, clear cups, right? right? And uh, and we'll do the yeah, you know yeah. the trick with the clear. Thing. And it's it's equally as bonkers. Because, <laughs> how can you because, clear cup? Because um, they're doing it so quickly. So like they, are, they, they can not you see the ball? You can see the whole thing. You can see how they're doing it, but because they're doing it so fast and because they're like it's look all, at me juggling yeah, <laughs> while stuff, while uh, yeah. you know, yeah. Penn's juggling while tellers <laughs> swapping balls around you you just can't concentrate. You can't you know look. At, they they've got it down to such a fine art. But at the end when they stop, you just look in the oh, cup. I know, but they're, 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 what they're doing is they're swapping one ball for three balls and large balls for small balls. And, oh, you're you know, trying to right like I you get know it. they're okay. just they're just really. Um, manipulating the camera, and then they show, you know, oh, what's your favorite movie? You know, Jurassic Park. What you know? What what movies have you been in and things? And it's just <laughs> the level of dedication. And these shows are just really fun to watch. You okay, know, they've got one what's the dogs? Uh, Disney Plus. Okay, yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, Dexter's back yes um, has that started yeah yeah so I watched the first episode very disappointing
0: finale like the season of the original because I love Dexter same same Um, and that last season I think they went in a path that was irredeemable like when the sister found out that he was the serial killer it just that that
1: was the down that's right so first episode's out and he's clean and he's you know just a Lumberjack, you lumberjack, lumberjack, yeah, lumberjack. selling knives and things. On the, you know, he's a um, salesperson, <laughs> and of course, you know, he gets into his first kill because that's what he does. You know, the the, the season needs to start somewhere. Uh, so so he's been clean from the. He's been killing, clean, right? yeah, all, all this okay. time, and uh, you know, doing the right thing, and of course, he you know does his first kill when he's back. So right. you know, so first episode is sort of a soft relaunch yep. uh it still accepts all the, everything that happened in the okay. past yep, his yep. his um sister is still like a ghost and talks right. to him and things and you know guides him and stuff so it, it'll it be very interesting to see whether the rest of the season takes it yep on from there um and i've been start i've started re- re-watching black mirror uh, okay the, um, mm, yep. i've started from right back from the start i've only watched the first three episodes of <laughs> season one that Man, was one no, where yeah.
0: I had a mate that's like, "Oh, you got to watch this, but you'll love Black yeah, Mirror." Yeah, mm. and I watched that first kidnapping episode. Yeah, with the, pi- the pig, the pig. The pig, yeah. pig. Oh, yeah, and I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah. No, I it, can't, it, it, I can't do it. It, yeah. it. I felt, I felt ill, yeah. like physically ill for like a couple of days after watching <laughs> wow. that. Like, I yeah. just like.
1: So did the president, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the prime minister. Uh, yeah, the prime minister. <laughs> yeah, I love that sort of thing. Yeah, where yeah, You yeah. know that thought promotion. Provoking provoking technology one, and there was one that Mm. I just like. They go to a dinner party and stuff, and he sees his ex and whatnot. I'm like, this is boring. Next episode, but this time I watched it right, right? and it it replays through you know what he's seen through time. It's like an um yeah, the technology in the eye. Yeah, yes. So you know that was really interesting and one that I hadn't seen. So I'm Mm. keen to give them all a proper shot and not skip through the ones that I think oh no, this is not going anywhere. So Mm. which we're we're only a handful, but. Uh, five seasons. There's a yep. you know, a, and they're only forty minute episodes. Yep. Some are shorter, some are a bit longer. But yeah, keen to uh, you know give that another shot. so mm. Mm. Well, yeah, as uh, as Trent alluded to, uh,
2: um, we've been quite busy with sort of sorting through Darren's collection. So I haven't had a lot of time to watch stuff to the point where you know we'll have these sorting nights, and the next night I'm I'm cooked by like you know ten o'clock and I'm off to bed sort of thing. Um, but we have been going through. We've, we've we've been on a bit of a run of rewatching our favourite shows. We we've gone through all the Office. We went through Parks and Rec, and then you go, well, what's the sort of follow on from that? Uh, we watched A Good Place as well, from start to finish. Now that that's all done, and we've ended up uh, at uh, the Mindy Project. I don't know if you guys okay. have, have seen no. that, but she's is one of the character, one of the actresses from the Office, uh, Mindy Cayley I think her name right. is. Yes. Yep. Um, and she basically has her own show, and it's you know. A lot of of course, some of the office alumni show up in in various things um and that's it's very much in the same sort of style comedy comedy based um other than that, I've really just been staying up far later than I should to watch the cricket um that is happening at the moment the t twenty world Cup Australia just made it into the final last night, so that was worth uh staying up for um and then playing in a different context. Uh, at our school, we just had oh, a, the volleyball. Uh, yes, yes. a volleyball. Yes, the volleyball. How did you go? Staff versus students volleyball game. Yeah. Uh, my volleyball skills are brand new, let's put it that way. <laughs> um, and, you know, it was one of those. We'd sort of, the girls had apparently been training for like weeks and practicing and all this stuff. We Your game was Friday. We were rolled in Thursday at lunchtime, going, oh, let's just throw the ball around and see what happens. And we're like, oh, that kind of hurts when, you know, you're supposed to like spike it off your hands and these sorts of things. Yeah. Um, killed him basically right. three three sets to love <laughs> cuz we we actually did, spoke. did
0: you play uh, danger zone
2: uh, they the actually had that, that that we were going to we had a I had a yui boom Frank shouldn't even
1: have a shirt on <laughs>
2: no <laughs> some some that cuz that's what we thought. we were just like all right we got to have like an intro song and we were thinking oh what if we do like the dodgeball thing with like Ben Stiller and the little cobra dance and stuff um danger zone of course was was one of the obvious ones we actually had that queued up on a yui boom ready to go and then i just went or what about some pendulum, the ABC remix, yeah. just for all the old people? Yes. Um, and in the end, the the <laughs> PE teacher had a big speaker going that was far outweighed our little, you know, portable speaker we were going to right. go with. But they did play Danger Zone. Oh, fantastic! Um, which was pretty funny. Um, yeah. So, and because we weren't sure, this is the first time me and the the guys in our department had sort of contributed to something like this, and we're like is this one of those charity match things where you gotta try and make it close at the end <laughs> nah and you're just spiking it down on the girls well, and go take that basically that's what yeah. the teacher said they're like oh nah this is for real yeah, yeah, like yeah. we're here to win yep. like you know we." and it became a bit of a oh teachers can't lose to the students type yeah, thing yeah, yeah. Um, which I thought was a little bit funny I didn't sort of take it too seriously but yeah Turns out I'm quite good at spiking the ball. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know that the net was much lower than I thought it was going to be, and I don't know if there's different heights for probably males yeah. versus females or something like that. But um, yeah, uh, there was one where you know it was it felt good to like you know, jump up and time it right and bang oh. smash the ball down, and then I've hit this poor girl in the knee, uh, and she's sort of, oh and I'm like oh are you okay? She goes and she started looking a bit teary and stuff. She's yep. like yeah I'm just. I'm just really overwhelmed right now because you guys are killing us. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that's what uh, quite literally I was playing today and I'm very sore. Yes, it's
0: yes, you will be sore. as Because all... you played a bit of volleyball, yeah, did you? know I did it for about uh, 10 years, a bit, of, yeah, bit right. of indoor beach. Um, only the team disbanded because um, we, it was originally my wife, Leanne, um, and uh, a couple of high school friends. And um, we got... So so, Sam, who's my high school mate, um, he recruited one of. He went back. He's he's very um, smart guy. He got full full twenties in high school, so he did yeah, the full wow. full run. Everything, and he's yeah. a um, mechatronic engineer. Works for defense. And um, anyway, he was going back and doing some study, and he met his now wife, um, and he got her into volleyball. So it was me and Leanne, and. And Mel uh, and Sam playing volleyball together. And then Leanne had the kids and she dropped out because it was mm. too hard to coordinate. And so it was just the three of us and then Mel got pregnant and so basically <laughs> since she's had the, the baby, it wasn't enough uh, yeah. to keep going. So we we finished. But yeah, we, we played indoor beach, yep. which is like if you imagine indoor cricket, right? Yeah, yeah. It's played in a similar field but with sand and those green nets. Yep. And you can, you can can you can't hit the top net on a ball that's going across So you can't like just smack it up to the net and and then smacks it down. down. You can hit the top net on your three shots going over, but you can ping it around on the side net. So it's a bit like squash mixed with volleyball. And the we when we started playing, you can have a maximum of six per team Mm. and we'd be playing and as we progressed, we'd be playing teams that would just have the two, like traditional beach volleyball. Mm. So there'd be two and we'd be we found like six was overcrowded, Mm. like three or four was the optimum. yeah, 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 it was just too many watching the the teams that had two how they could read the ball like unless you were getting your spikes precise they'd get it back and yep. like we would just be decimated by teams like that would just <laughs> four
2: of us and yeah, two we, of them
0: can't, <laughs> we can't do anything against them yeah, man. it yeah. was incredible the court coverage yep. and the way uh, i never quite like i'm not i'm not a sporty person mm. so i never mastered it but the way they were able to read you know you you smack it against that net and they're not looking. Where I know you where it's it. going to land. They're looking where it's yeah. going to go. Yeah. Like it's brilliant. Like it's yeah. so much fun. It was another yeah. dimension. Very so, cool. Know, loved it. All right. Well, that's that's it for this episode of Toy Power. Um, thank you so much to all our patrons for your ongoing support and chatter on the Discord, and to everyone who's tuned in to another episode. Thank you very much for your company. We hope to see you around the toy aisles.
1: And until next time, good journey. Oh
2: you can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us Podcast at gmail.com Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. <laughs>